Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pro Shots Podcast on the sidelines. And today it is our 10th episode. And I am very excited for this 10th episode because for the first time ever, we have a player interview with a man overseas. I am talking about goalkeeper Hayden Ways. Hayden, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to do this. Yeah, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be on. So, Hayden, my first question for you before we get into your football currently right now and just even your past teams i just want to ask you what made you want to become a professional footballer oh it must have started when i was quite young i mean i don't know i tried it i started when i was five six years old maybe played just in the youth leagues and i don't i don't know what it was about it but i quit all my other sports and focused just on football and here i am (laughs) if you want me asking what were some of those other sports that you played I played lacrosse, a um, little bit of baseball. I did some judo, and uh, those are the main sports. So my next question, which kind of ties into what made you want to become a footballer, you're currently a goalkeeper. Did you yes. always want to play goalkeeper? Because some kids were just thrown into the net saying, here, you play goalkeeper <laughs> and that stuff. Was it always for you that you wanted to be a, be a professional goalkeeper? Mm, probably not. I mean, I probably started goalkeeping when I was – 10 11 I think it's the same story um kind of got thrown in maybe did a good couple games feel good about yourself and then um I just loved it from there yeah even for me when I used to play soccer I remember I was just thrown to that the first time and kind of like your story I just yeah. loved it from there and that stuff so it was really just what stuck with you in a way I guess same with me as well so yeah. were there any goalkeepers that maybe you watch footage of from like pro levels like John Luigi Buffon and Levy Ash and that you maybe said, you know what, let me model my game after them. Or what did you just like kind of just go in there too and just like, bro, just start making the saves. Um, I think probably for me, the biggest influence was uh, Casillas. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe Ter Stegen as well now is probably one of my favorites. I think he's, they're so complete, especially Ter Stegen now. And I think they're great people to kind of like look at your game and compare to. Yeah, for me, obviously, I'm Italian, so I'm wearing my Canada hat because, well, tonight, <laughs> hopefully Canada qualifies because Italy yeah. eliminated a couple nights ago. But for me, it was always John Luigi Buffon, who I modeled my game after and that stuff. Yeah. So most of your pro career, you played in Sweden. However, yeah. you did play a bit with Coastal FC in British Columbia. Yes. And when you went over to, I believe it's called Sandviken IF, U18? Yes, yes. That was kind of like a summer training. I, I trained with them, yeah, when I was maybe quite a little bit younger yeah yeah but what was the kind of challenge for you or transition i would call it from not just going from team to team but you're also playing uh, football in a different country so what was that like yeah i mean i was fortunate enough because my mom is actually swedish so i'm i'm swedish dual citizen and everything and um so i was exposed to sweden culture and the language quite young I mean, I still don't speak Swedish perfectly. It's pretty basic, but, <laughs> but I knew I have family there. And um, so for me, the transition wasn't crazy. I, I just jumped right in. I just knew my family and it was pretty easy for me. Uh, did you find any differences about playing football in Canada compared to when you went over for those couple trainings and uh, played in Sweden? Yeah, um, I think it's definitely more tactical here. I know in North America, um, football is more based on your athletic performance and like, you know, how tall, how strong, how fast, you know? So I think here they focus more of a, on a technical aspect. And after coastal and sand biking, you played for 
So I believe it's Smedby. Yeah, hey, yes, I'm trying to still pronounce these. Yeah, names. yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally fine. Um, I I case Deepner, I believe. Yep, right? yep. And your current team, Karuna FF. Yes. Um, what was it like there, jumping from team to team in Sweden? Yeah, so originally I played with um, Smedby and uh, Sleipner um, in a city down south in uh, Norshipping, and uh, originally I went there first because I had family there. So they were able to kind of, I, my family knew people in the league. So they were able to introduce me into the Swedish leagues that way. And then, um, after I believe, I think it was 2019, I ended the season with Sleipner and I moved back to Canada after that season. So what? then, um, and then I stayed in Canada for a year or two and then I got this opportunity and I said, why not come back? <laughs> So you, you, so you kind of came back to, it was already football because I played in uh, Canada when you came back for that little, little bit or anything, or no, there was a little bit of a break actually. Cause soon after I came back, um, obviously COVID-19 hit <laughs> and, um, so it was a little bit quiet and, um, I actually took a little, I trained with coastal a little bit here and there cause it's my local men's league team. And, um, and then I eventually had to have, I had to have brain surgery while I was in Canada. So I had a little bit of a break from football. And, um, once I recovered from that, then I got the opportunity to come back. Well, well, again, I mean, all surgery is not the best thing, especially because you're just in love with the game, everything, and then you have to take that break yeah. and everything. But I also want to bring up too, like, you're also not just a player. You also took a little bit of time to be a goalkeeper. I mean, was the goalkeeper coach of Coastal as well, or... Just like yeah. Yeah. There's been, there's always been great goalkeeper coaches at coastal ever since I like my youth going up. Um, I've had lots of, um, goalkeeper coaches that were really influential for me. So and you also became one too, which I thought yeah. I was thinking as well. So what was that like, uh, teaching kids and that stuff It's great. I think it's really important for football players to also coach, you know, it teaches you things and kind of take you back to the basics and how important they are. So I, I really enjoyed it. I really did. Was there anything that you taught kids that maybe you learned from your young age and that stuff that you maybe said, Hey, kind of use this towards building your game up and that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you can always give them more like tactical advice and things like that. But I think for goalkeepers, it's just important to enjoy it because there is a lot of pressure on goalkeepers. So I think if you get them to enjoy it and just have fun, then they're more willing to take the risks in their game to get, make themselves better. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not wrong. Like, so even I used to be, even after I was on soccer, I became a coach, but actually I also became a referee as well. And he got those oh, yeah. yellow and red cards and that stuff. So that was always fun, but no, I also became a coach, enjoyed it, loved it. Um, but I also want to bring up before we go into your uh, career, was there anything that maybe I asked this to Dwayne Rosario himself back when he used to play for Toronto FC. I want to ask you this. Was there anybody that maybe during those times that you were coaching, did you go in the net? possibly try and make some saves on these kids and maybe some of those balls kind of squeaked on by you. Oh, I mean, of course, I mean, you're not perfectly like, you know, dialed into your regular performance. So you're just trying to work with these kids. And of course you look silly sometimes, but. Hey, work with the kids and have fun. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like it's just have fun, right? Yeah, exactly. Get these kids to have fun and enjoy playing. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to, you don't want to always be like that strict coach. You want to let them have fun and let them let loose in that stuff and just have fun with their team and that stuff. Yeah. You really want them to feel comfortable with you and just be like a friendship, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. You're not yeah. wrong there. So yeah. yesterday, let's talk about your first cup win. Uh, yep. Lira BK three nil. And yep. how did that feel getting your first win? But also not just that your first clean, your first clean sheet, I believe of the season for you. 
Yeah, it felt great. Um, first competitive game of the year. Um, good to kind of set that standard and get our confidence up before the league starts next week. And um, yeah, it feels good. It's always great to have a clean sheet. I was, uh, I was pretty quiet this game. My team did, my defense did a pretty good job, but um, it's always nice. Hey, you, can't, you always have to have fun with your defense. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you guys kick your season off. I believe Saturday is your first game, I believe, of the season against yeah. Frisca Villiard. I mean, yeah. I pronounced that right, hopefully. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. I, just to make sure. Um, <laughs> what is the strategy for you guys heading into that game uh, for your first ever season game this year? Uh, it's going to be a tough one. They are, I believe, one of the um, – the top contenders to promote and win the league this year. And um, we also have to travel a very long distance <laughs> to these guys away. So it'll be a tough game. Um, I know we'll be busy. We'll have to work hard. Um, but I think it's just, we're just gonna have to keep, keep um, doing what we've been working on all preseason, keep it simple, nothing crazy and just um, get it done. Try to get a good result to start the season. And I just want to go back to an earlier point where you were talking about during the COVID-19 pandemic, you had brain surgery, you came yeah. back and then you took a little break, but after you got out of that surgery, like you mentioned, was there anything specifically that you worked on during that off season, during that little break hiatus with COVID and even just the off seasons as well, that maybe, you know, some, some guys even played in maybe a couple games. If you had like any couple games, uh, was there anything that you did that helped you get prepared for this upcoming season starting next Saturday? I mean, for me, it was just getting my fitness, my fitness back. And then this off season, um, I took some time off because last season with Kieran and IFF, um, I had a lot of uh, nagging injuries. So um, I took about a month and a half after this last season, just to like completely rest and um, then just get sharp again. It's kind of nothing crazy. To make sure you keep fit and get get fit. Absolutely, you're not wrong there. Yeah. And my last question for you, Hayden, is for any any young um, kids out there that want to follow in your footsteps, that want to play overseas like you do. What are some pieces of advice you can give to these kids? I would say for goalkeepers specifically, um, get involved with your team's possessions play because goalkeepers now everybody has to have good feet. Whether it's in Europe, North America, it doesn't matter. They're looking for good feet and how you can take your crosses. But most importantly, I say get, get in your team's possession. Don't be afraid to be like a midfielder playing there, you know, get some touches on the ball because it's the most important thing now. You play with your feet in a game much more than you make saves. So I think yeah. that's most important. And then what about maybe for like guys who just want to play overseas, that just like want to follow in your footsteps going from like Canada, U.S., wherever they are, going over to Sweden? Early. Yeah, I mean, it can be tough sometimes, especially if you don't have a, like an EU passport and things like that. For me, obviously, I'm very fortunate. Um, it, you just got to meet people. You got to somehow you reach out, you know, on different platforms and just get your name out there. Send videos everywhere. Do everything you can. You just got to market yourself the best, best of your ability. Absolutely. Well, Hayden, again, thank you so much for joining me on the 10th episode. And thank you for taking time out of your day. I know probably with the time difference, it's probably a lot, a lot different of a time there than it is here in Canada, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's nine hours difference for my family and me on the West coast. So for you guys, I'm not quite sure. But yeah. yeah. I probably was like, I think it's like six hours. I believe yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Something like that for us. But anyways, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Really do appreciate it. And really hope that we can have you back on again. Maybe as the season continues on, maybe we'll do another interview with you or we'll talk more about your season right now. 
Yeah, for sure. I really appreciate it. I would love to be back on. Thank you. Awesome. Well, guys, Hayden Ways of Karuna FF, who just got his first clean sheet, first win yesterday, and kicks the season off next Saturday. We will talk to you guys next time.